0: Welcome, y'all, to Backwoods Obscura, a podcast dedicated to the lore, legends, and myths surrounding the creatures that may lurk in your backyard. My name's Hewitt. I'm Chris. So how, how's it going? Huh. Uh. Huh. Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. school's out. I've got a few free days. Uh, if I can get Christmas gifts completely done, I'll be getting them down to everybody in Lafayette. Oh. Uh, I am counting the days, which is two, until
1: I have my Christmas break. I get a whole week, which is, I mean, good for me because I don't, you know, you have whole summer,
0: sort of, kind of. Yeah. I, I keep get, I keep not. Well, volunteering is not the right word. I, uh, I definitely get paid to do summer school. Yeah, but you want to hear about a cool place? Sure. And by cool, I mean possibly haunted and with a troubling history. So let's go ahead and knock out the trigger warning now. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, we're gonna do, or like you said, we're gonna do the whole trigger right, warning but, uh, at the I'm beginning. Gonna also, like it might play before we do all this, whichever one of us reads it. But I'm also gonna say it right now. Uh, I'm about to talk about a plantation, so that comes with a whole lot of emotional bullshit baggage. Like there, there's a whole lot of historical and emotional baggage comes with. Yeah, talking baggage, about a not bullshit. I'm sorry. Well, baggage is mostly bullshit.
1: Ah, yeah. But, True.
0: So, this is the story of the Cretin Point Plantation. I'm probably not pronouncing it right, and I might just start calling it Cretin. Uh, I... At me, South Louisiana. Whatever. Uh, so... We can't
1: do anything it, unless... It's
0: in, uh, The plantation is in Sunset, Louisiana, and Landry Parish, just a little bit north of Karen Crow and Lafayette. Um... Uh, it was built back in 1831, and it's unusual. It's mostly brick. So it is mostly brick. It is a it was a the center of a three thousand acre five hundred slave plantation. Jeez. So a big old chonk. Honkin' chonk. This sounds like, like the okay,
1: so I understand that like this isn't minimizing the uh, slave trade or anything like that. I understand that a lot of the plantations
0: actually had like smaller groups of well,
1: slaves. Well, usually. what it is is
0: that if you're talking about uh, slave ownership back in uh, the early United States before the Civil War, is that the big, huge plantations that you always see in movies like uh, the Candy Plantation from Django Unchained, it's always okay to blow up the clan. That movie uh, reinforces that point. Mm. Anyway. Uh, those plantations made up, and those planters made up less than 5% of the total population. Uh, most people that owned slaves in the South, well, it, here's the deal. I shouldn't it, it's not to make it sound belittle or anything. They owned one or two. Yeah. Like, it was like the vast majority of Southerners didn't own slaves, but they profited from the slavery that was going on, yeah. like the whole country profited from slavery. Like, don't let's not get it big. Yeah,
1: it like this isn't to minimize. Like, oh, only a few plantations were that big. It's like but, it, it's just like putting this place in context with how horrible it was within context of the time. Like, it's all horrible, but this, this place was especially horrible.
0: This this is well, we're not. Here's the thing: I'm not actually going to focus too much on the slave uh, the slave and plantation aspects here mm. because, uh, oddly enough, you got a plantation that doesn't have slave ghosts popping up.
1: Oh, wow. So, so it's not... not oh, I didn't
0: see any stories about slave ghosts, I should say. So it's not like some of the other places. Uh, but another fun fact is, uh, do you want to know where over 50% of the millionaires in the United States were before 1860? I mean, the South? Natchez, Mississippi, specifically. Natchez, Mississippi? Because people would have houses, big palatial in-town in, in town plantations that you would go to and you could have all your stuff. And then they'd own more than one plantation out in the countryside like uh, Longwood, which is a really weird-shaped plantation house in Natchez. The guy who owned that actually owned more land in Louisiana over in Vidalia uh, for plantations than he actually owned in Mississippi. It's just he lived in Mississippi for the status mm-hmm. of living in Natchez. So the Critton Point Plantation... Is one of the larger plantations. It is one of those like this would have been in the movies. And in fact, uh, the stairwell, the main stairwell of this building, was replicated in the movie Gone with the Wind when Scarlett shoots uh, a thief. Yeah. On the stairs, it's based off of this stairwell and a story about the lady of the house who was known as the real or was has been referred to as the real life Scarlett O'Hara, which is not a compliment. Also, Gone with the Wind is bullshit. Sorry, I'm not a fan of Moonlights and Magnolia. At me, Southern historians. Moonlight and Magnolia weren't true. Anabellum South is not what everybody thinks it was. It's bullshit.
1: We don't have a uh, rose-tinted view of the past
0: of the South. Also, I'm from the South. I do love Southern history because it led to what I believe is some of the most diverse cultures here in the South. Through hate and everything else, we have created some of the most diverse subgroups of American Mm. society. That doesn't make it good, though. Like, anyway, before I get up on a soapbox and go on a rant about everything wrong with Southern history... uh, Before we just start
1: shitting on, like, the past, like, hundred or so... all the Southern
0: fucking apologists and... Anyway, uh, it's a two-story, 12-room mansion. Uh, Today, it sits on 22 of the original acres because... Times got hard and the family had to sell land off after Oh the no. Oh dang My heart's oh. bleeding. Uh, also, the people who currently own it today keep it in a state of repair, but also to have that kind of weathered White Woman Instagram Oh, they want it rusty Rusty. Not rustic, rusty They they want it just a
1: little bit little bit tinted yellow. Little, little dirty. Little, Little dirty, dirty, but not but because, not so much that today
0: it's used as a wedding venue. Again, white woman Instagram. Southern debutante. Too much bougie money weddings.
1: Oh, it's like Southern Southern old money. It's
0: just like the, the plantation up in Oak Grove that they do that kind of thing all the yeah, time. Yeah, okay. Ten thousand dollars minimum. So that's what it is today. And it is gorgeous property. The building itself is a great example of plantation architecture of the era big columns balconies big windows if you want something that looks like it could have inspired the white house what's well, technically younger than the white house but it's the same type of grand yeah facade. same sort
1: of architecture it's one of those architectures that you know i understand where it comes from but it also kind of
0: it announces it, you're
1: an asshole. It announces you're an asshole, but it also has a little bit of familiarity to me because there's so many buildings around here that try to emulate that to a smaller degree. I mean, you'll have like a chiropractor's office doing that same shit. With it's like big freaking Corinthian
0: columns and stuff.
1: It's like, you you crack people's neck for a living and give them strokes? What, what the fuck are you doing? But, yeah... Like, so, it, it, it is so prevalent around here, not just in, like, the old architecture, but, like, how people try to bring it back. And, like, generally,
0: I guess. Now, let me give you some history about this play. So, you ready for a great name? Because there's two players here. Both have great names. So it's I, I love me a great name. Hippolyte Crittin. Hippolyte? Or uh, Crittin. How are you supposed to say it? He was a wealthy... South Louisiana planner, who built uh, the, the Creton Point plantation for his wife, Felicity. With several extra letters, so it's definitely the French spelling. <laughs> it's just like, there's letters in there that's French. There's also an excellent you. Now, he buried treasure all over the property. His wife told him that's not how you invest in real estate. She thought it was dumb, because he's literally he's like, I don't trust banks. So he literally buried boxes of money all over the plantation. So on top of what are potential ghost stories, we also have a treasure hunt because not all of it is believed to have been found. Looks like we're gonna make a second trip this year. We might be digging in the back of someone's backyard that's in this three thousand <laughs> acre thing. Uh, but I here's... might I might
1: I might have a shovel and get a ghillie suit, you never know. Uh
0: but he's out the story very quickly and eighteen thirty nine he dies of yellow fever.
1: Uh as you do. Probably got bit up by mosquitoes bearing treasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just out there in the fucking swamp, seeing the swamp lights, like yeah. Fuflet, you not getting my gold? Fuflet's like that's my gold now, and he's like, no, it's not. He's like, and it just goes yellow fever. It's like the Fuflet's
0: just a bunch of mosquitoes with blow sticks.
1: He ends up in the fucking yellow fever mound
0: in Treeport. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so then let's focus on his wife, uh, Felicity. Now she was raised uh, like a boy by her father. Uh, I don't mean, like, 100% like you wear trousers and you run around, but uh, very much uh, did not keep her in what was considered the woman's sphere. Uh, That that bullshit that we still have people trying to argue about today. Uh, But, I mean, she worked admin at her father's plantation. And, of course, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, this lady is so boss. I'm like, yeah, but remember what she's still kind of boss of? As, like she's cool. asterisk next to the name, like it, a, big old asterisk footnote. It, Bitch still, bit still own slaves. It's like one of those things where people are like, y-
1: "Yes, Queen Slay," and then they're like, "Oh wait, oh no, she's actually slaying. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> she's, she's <stealing> actually <laughs> she's actually a
0: horrible person." Now, uh, she did a lot of man things. Like she had crude language, crude humor. And uh, something that was considered very inappropriate and aggravated her husband to no end is she rode a horse astride like a man. She never did side saddle like a lady because she said you fall off and butt break a leg. So, I mean, pragmatic makes sense. Also, it's the better way to ride a horse because, I mean, if you try to ride side saddle, that just seems incredibly dangerous to me. And people who have deal with the equines, more power to you. I'm not dealing with the giant mutated cow things. Look, Look! here's the thing
1: with the, the way, like, women used to ride horses back in the day. Much more brave than whatever men would do, you know, with both legs. That's smarter. Stability. But, like, the way that women used to ride back in the day the side saddle... That is definitely the way I would see, like, drunk college students trying to, like... It's
0: it's like, I'm about to ghost ride off the side of the horse. Yeah,
1: like, they're like, let me just plant one butt cheek on this and try to ride it. I'm just saying, like,
0: women had to deal with a whole bunch of bullshit back in the day. Still do. Still Uh, do. But, uh, also, she was mad at Hippolyte because she worked in her father's admin. And even if people were like, oh, she's a woman, she's like, they still had to acknowledge this lady was effective at what she did so she was mad that her husband didn't make her a partner because nice. he's like you're the wife I'm the husband this is mine you take care of kids and uh, yellow fever dead now it's yours um, so when she took over the plantation started making more of a profit probably because he wasn't burying gold everywhere also again it's one of those plantations making profit you won't be like yay she's doing this but it's also you know we, we've already we, 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 we've, we've, we've gone through this we, she's we've, exploiting we've, labor yeah, yeah. slave labor We've we whipped that horse to death. Yeah.
1: At the very least, you know what? At the very least, Hippolyte was burying gold like a crazy man across his property. We can at least find solace or, like, humor in, in that image of a man getting eaten by mosquitoes out in the swamp, batting away fucking alligators as he buries, like, a thing full of coins in the swamp. Yeah. Like a fucking
0: moron. <laughs> Here's the thing, this is what I hope, this is my head headcanon, at least a few of the slaves knew where he buried the gold, got it, and booked it. From what I know of Southerners,
1: this dumb motherfucker probably took some slaves out there with him one day. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we're just gonna, next day, we're gone. There's the gold.
0: Uh, another odd fact about slavery in Louisiana during this time. Louisiana had the highest number of freed people of color because of the Creole population uh, throughout Louisiana. And also several of those free people of color owned slaves. So Louisiana was the only state where s- ethnic origin was not 100% Like guaranteed Uh, on why you were, was not 100% on why you were a slave. And it was one of the few states you could actually buy your freedom, but it was hard AF. But so, I mean, if all of a sudden, the the reason I bring that up and why I headcanoned this a little bit, or at least I hope it's true, if in New Orleans, if all of a sudden a person of color showed up and had money, A lot of people might not ask questions because they had money. Money. Any case, going back to the the story is uh, she successfully ran the plantation for years and raised four kids by herself. Now, because her husband buried gold all over the property, supposedly, thieves and bandits were not unusual because, let's be honest, this dude had 3,000 acres and he buried gold all over it. I could be a mile away from that house and just start digging and like, uh, if I find something good, like people, we, we know how humans are. Uh, it, it, it's like a bunch of teenagers on a fucking cow patch. So it's like uh, looking for
1: mushrooms.
0: So she's, it's noted that she shot someone in the stairwell of her house because they broke in trying to steal from the house when they couldn't find the gold. No, we're going back
1: to gone with the wind.
0: Yep. And, uh, popped him. Uh, there's stories that she might have shot bandits elsewhere on the property. Also, there are rumors that she knew Jean Lafitte, because he still would have been active at this point in history. However, depending on the source, she might have known him in the biblical sense. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, there's rumors that maybe even Jean Lafitte buried treasure here. It's like, why is everybody burying treasure here? I mean, why not, though? It's just one of those, like, man, I heard a crazy dude burying treasure out there. You know what I need to do? I need to bury treasure to bury out treasure there. Out let's there let's... too. We start a new trend.
1: You know what? Like, back in those days, burying treasure was just like marking your
0: territory, okay? Now, flash forward about 30 years uh, to the Civil War. Uh, Felicity still lives here, still owns it. And you have two battles that occur. Uh, There's the Battle of Buzzard Prairie on October 1863. That's a fucking awesome name. Uh, And the Battle of Bayou uh, Borbeau. Not as good. Also known as the Battle of Grand Coteau, or the Battle of Carrion Crow Bayou. Okay, that's better. uh, That occurred on November 3rd, 1863. Now, Carrion Crow... Is why Karen Crow is called Karen Crow because Karen Crow is the French word or the Cajun word for buzzard. Uh, All these happen within a month. They're part of the failed Texas overland campaign. Uh, Now, the Texas overland campaign failed much like the Red River campaign for several of the same reasons. Logistics were a nightmare because you were trying to move land forces through one of the largest, swampiest, soggiest, sinkiest parts Of the entire country. You are literally moving through the stanky wet armpit of the United States when you come through South Louisiana. Yeah,
1: people, I mean, people look at Florida as like the swamp state.
0: We have more swamp. 40% of our state is either swamp, waterway, underwater, or within 10 feet of water. Yeah, we are. We wet. (laughs) That's a way to put it. Yeah, now that's out. Now that it's out, uh, but Florida, a big dick. We went, <laughs> not a t-shirt, not a t-shirt idea. Anyway, uh, the other reason that the Texas Overland campaign failed uh, is because Texas was too far away and Texas was too big. They realized this, like they're going out there's like, we have 1700 dudes and we're trying to march on Texas. General Dick Taylor has 6,000 men, and he's somewhere between us and Shreveport. Fun fact, uh, General Dick Taylor was the son of President Zachary Taylor. So you have a former president's son leading part of the Confederate Army. Oh, that's fun. But he's also connected to one of the funniest named generals in the South. Dick Kirby. Dick Kirby. Dick Kirby.
1: That sounds familiar. Like, why do I know that name? Maybe because
0: I learned about it? Yeah. Also, there's places named after him. Ah, okay. Now, so it was Dick Dick for commanding forces in this section of Louisiana. Anyway, so in October, the Union went through, pushed the Confederates out, realized this is a terrible idea, got smacked back a little bit in another battle, and started coming back, and the commanding general decided, I'm going to space all my dudes out. I'm not going to make one big camp. We're going to space ourselves out, and uh, the Confederates ambushed them. It's considered a Union loss, but the Confederates also fled the field. But they captured 500 men, and a Brigadier General of the Union Army surrendered to them. All in all, about a 100-ish, 100-ish people died Oh, on the property. Now, this leads us into the hauntings. Now, the first haunting is Felicity. Uh, she's seen walking around she seems mostly to be trying to keep an eye on the place she's also seen with a gun in the stairwell of course i mean that I, I figured that story
1: was going to come back around
0: yeah uh it'll be back around again also she seems to linger around a very uncomfortable portrait of her because it's it's that kind of mid 1800s american style that's Somewhat two D, but somewhat three D. Like it looks like it's the it's the evolutionary stage between medieval art and the Renaissance is the way it looks. Like even though that's like uh, over like three hundred years. Are you now. are you
1: talking about more like the it's before
0: Romanticism
1: really hit? So you're talking about like pre-impressionist.
0: I'm talking about mid 1800s. Impressionism would be more towards late 1800s. Late 1800s early 1900s. It's it's the it, it falls into the like edge of the post
1: impressionism Ameri- was heading into the 1900s. It, it's it's
0: more connected to around the romantic uh, the romantic era of art.
1: I think I know which one you're talking about. It's like what like you see in a lot of like it's like a series of unfortunate event style paintings you see every like if it's, you see like gothic work or like gothic media like if you Tim Burton or whatever. Like if it's like depicting something from the Victorian era, it's that style of painting.
0: Well, it's, you can see that there's shading and everything, but it still looks kind of flat, which I mean, it's a painting. Of course it's flat, but you know what I mean? Like they they did the work, they put everything to try to give it a 3D look, but it still comes out very flat flat. and the eyes are really, really creepy. But I think the eyes on most paintings are creepy personally. Mm. They follow you. So she's usually seen in the room that has a portrait, or in the stairwell, or walking along I the feel gallery.
1: Like, I feel like seeing her in the room with the portrait is more just you focused on the... Maybe. Yeah. You know, for the podcast, you're focused on the actual painting, and you get that uncomfortable feeling from the painting, and then you project that somewhere in the room. That's just my feeling.
0: On it, it might be. Now, uh, next, the thief that was killed by Felicity is seen in the stairwell. Of course. Uh, running, getting shot, falling and oh, going so to it's the like floor. a residual. It, it's haunting. kind of residual. It's kind of a stone tape theory, kind of a recorded haunting. Mm. Uh, you also can occasionally there's stories of thieves being seen digging for treasure. Uh, there's civil war ghosts. Like there wasn't a lot of t- details. Like you might see someone in a civil war uniform, and that's going to be either Confederate or Union army. Uh, it's not clear. It's like you might see people marching, like. But there's not like, oh, this is this is very specific haunting connected to it. It's like I saw a Civil War ghost out there. Which we live in the South. Like Yeah. Though a course. rock, I saw a Civil War ghost. Like you you go down the road, Civil War Ghost. Now, uh the other one is occasionally there are stories of pirate ghosts as well. Again, oh, my favorite ghosts. Now we're uh, getting into Scooby Doo territory. Yeah, it's pirate ghosts, spaceman ghost, big red glowing monster that probably is giving the dude cancer inside the suit. But yeah, no, it was all, like, was
1: Scooby-Doo based in the South?
0: I don't no, I think they went there once.
1: And Where was Scooby-Doo based in? I don't know where the Scooby gang is
0: from. You know, I'm going to wager, with the number of antique mansions they ended up in, they're either on the West Coast near Portland, or they're in New England. I'm going to but say the, New England. But they're not from there. Because Fred doesn't say Pock the Cod, Havad Yod. Yeah,
1: he doesn't do that. Uh, he has a more... I think he has a more Oregon, Portland, or like, you know, Washington dialect. Anyway, but, we're getting off the... So, in
0: any case, uh, and the thing is with it, there's not... There's Oh, I saw a ghost. There's not like the... At least with the sources I I went through and looked through. There wasn't a ton of, like this hyper-specific story about a ghost, like some of the more well-known plantations like the Myrtles or the Lally House or some of those. But it, it's more of, you know, oh, the, the mistress of the house is still here. Very standard plantation ghost. Yeah. Uh, the Bandit is kind of cool. Maybe seeing Civil War pirate ghosts out in the fields would be kind of neat.
1: So it's kind of like they're just sitting there saying hey, you want to see some cool ghosts? As opposed to, oh yeah, this is haunted by
0: this person who had a gruesome death here. Exactly. I mean, the thing is, is like, I think most of the hauntings that they kind of talk about very much fall, like, she's walking on the gallery. She walks through a room, the shooting of the bandit, bandits and pirates digging in the field, soldiers marching, or you just see a Civil War ghost standing off to the side somewhere. All of that makes me think of stone tape theory, residual haunting, because a lot yeah. of energy happened here and it stayed with the land. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go with that explanation. My explanation of this is I own a bed and breakfast slash wedding venue that is haunted. Ah, it's it's $9,500. Yeah. $9, oh. I didn't look at the prices, but it's $8,000 to have a haunted wedding at my plantation house. That's where I feel about this. And again, I'm am I'm kind of a cynic. And now, I'm look, 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 look. You can
1: be such a cynic about this, but if you come to my bed and breakfast and have an event here for the low, low price of 89 99
0: for three months, you too can see the ghost. <laughs> okay, to, to get rid of uh, some of us being goofy with the cynicism, I fully believe a lot of these stories uh, were manufactured later because a lot of these stories don't start popping up until the 1900s. Uh, About people seeing things. Now, at the same time, maybe people in the 1800s were just like, ghost ghost bros. You know what? In this economy, I I just got to deal with the ghosts. Uh, Plus, they dress like me already, so they think I'm a ghost. Again, being silly with it. Mm. Mostly stories start popping up in the 1900s, 1930s, 1940s. Especially when the house was no longer owned. By the, the Critton family. Like they sold it in the 1900s, somewhere in the early 1900s, because of uh, the family coming out on hard times. And maintaining that amount of property with taxes is expensive. So at that point, the story started becoming more well known and heard and spread. And then all of a sudden, the stairwell scene was in a movie because the story had circulated so much. And very much it became a symbol. And the fact that it's connected to Gone with the Wind. Well, what else is a plantation supposed to have? Ghosts. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to say slave ghosts because slave ghosts brings back up right. problematic history. But if mm-hmm. we say pirate ghosts, Civil War ghosts, uh, Mistress of the House ghost.
1: Also, even more cynically, if you're a, a plantation in the South trying to claim you're haunted, you might want to try and differentiate yourself from other people. I don't know when other plantations that are now bed and breakfast started claiming they were haunted
0: it's one of those things so again kind of like i've said with a lot of these podcasts man when it's a story that i've brought up it's a really interesting story i like the story it has all the elements to be a good ghost story i'm not convinced but maybe we go check it out yeah
1: if they'll let us there if they hear this and they're like fuck these guys
0: That'd be fair. It would be yeah, 100% that, that's
1: fair. fair. I mean, we're pretty, we're pretty, uh, like we say the Louisiana skeptic, but I'm also like, I'm pretty traditionally skeptical of any place that like advertises itself as a, uh, haunted location because it's almost always for, to bring people in. Uh, but that's kind of the nature of the South or not nature of the South, but nature of Louisiana. There's a lot of haunted places here. I mean, there's a lot of haunted places you could find around the corner that you don't have to pay like $50 to get in, but it is a huge trend here, especially if you go down south. You go down south
0: and there's... There's the most haunted plantation out yeah. in the middle of the swamp, but there's, on the other side of the hedgerow is the highway and the in a subway.
1: Yeah, and then there's the uh, ghost tours obviously and there's all these other things here i mean there's ghost tours everywhere but here in louisiana there is like that cynical monetization of ghost stories that we're kind of used to yeah but anyway it was fun hearing about this place uh fuck this person and fuck their family for being uh plantation owners but hey you know I had fun listening to it, and I hope anyone else that had fun listening to this will catch us next time. Uh, we try to do this every Tuesday or every other Tuesday. We're, we're still working out that schedule, but uh, we are Team Bonus Action, usually every Monday or so, uh, on Twitch.
0: Shit. Twitch, YouTube, Blue Skies, Threads, Facebook, Instagram and our website teambonusaction.com. Yeah. and we are at bonus underscore team on Twitter and I sporadically post as
1: at the underscore grape flower on X Twitter whatever you want to call it aside from that we're we'll think about like setting up anything else in the
0: future so yeah this depending podcast. on how much hate or love we get with this we might set up yeah, yeah, yeah. It, some it, uh, some medias for it. Well, you will because I'm a luddite. I don't do yeah. that. I mean, shit. Like this whole fucking
1: like I got my backlog. I'm about to, I'm about to punch once once I get to my holiday break. This shit's gonna get posted, and I'm gonna be happy and done. Not
0: with the podcast, but no, but uh, so we got this. Uh Some stuff you can look forward to is we got the La Fou- or the the La we got some more of the Loa we're going to talk about. I was looking at doing, again, fuck, you, you mentioned
1: the pirate. You said his name. Jean Lafitte. Jean Lafitte. Uh, I was looking at doing something with that. Uh, Make I was, sure to
0: look into his blacksmith shop.
1: That is definitely something I'm gonna, we're probably going to have to do like a twofer on that Cause, one. Cause but I,
0: I do enjoy going to the blacksmith shop because they got a really good double shot and coke mm-hmm. deal that goes on there.
1: But... Again, we have some ideas that we're going to get to, but uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode and hopefully you join us next time. And until then, thank you for listening. Bonne week.